0: For Hire. Welcome back to GM's for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry and the NBA offseason is heating up and it's heating up quickly. Just in the last 24 hours, we've had several big moves. Chris Paul to the Suns, Robert Covington to the Blazers, and then two uh, that we're going to talk about in this video, uh, Drew Holiday and Bogdan Bogdanovic in two separate trades are both heading to Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee's sending quite the buttload, for lack of a better word, of players and picks to the Kings and Pelicans, respectively. Uh, but I wanted to I wanted to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and what they're doing in their efforts to hold on to Giannis and a lot. And one rumor that has been getting a lot of Uh, airtime it seems, Uh, that being James Harden heading to the Brooklyn Nets. I'll start with James Harden. Uh, James Harden is a top five player in the NBA. I think that's no question. Um, His scoring ability is second to very few. Um, Definitely one of the more elite scorers of our generation. Uh, His years with the Thunder and Rockets have been fairly good ones. Uh, He had his come up towards the end of his time at the Thunder being like a sixth man of the year type and really came into his own with the Houston Rockets becoming their leader, their top player uh, that kind of elite guard that he is. Uh, But the Rockets haven't won anything with James Harden on the team. And they've come to a point where it might be time to shake things up. Uh, As mentioned yesterday, they traded Robert Covington to the Blazers. Uh, Harden is definitely on the trade block. He has not explicitly requested a trade, but it looks like that is what's going to happen. The Rockets offered him a two-year, $103 million extension, which is 50, $51.5 million a year, if my math is right. There are a few things, I don't know if any, that I wouldn't do for $50 million. Um, that's a lot of money in a year. I don't think anyone in sports is making $50 million a year. Uh, I mean, I'd have to check maybe Messi, Ronaldo, their kind of things, not counting sponsorships. I don't know their contracts off the top of my head, but I know no one in baseball is making that much, no one in hockey, no one in football. 50 million a year is insane. And the Rockets offered him that, and he still turned it down. So it's definitely looking like James Harden wants to leave Houston. I can't say I I blame him. If he's looking for a ring, I don't know if Houston's the right place uh, at the moment. Uh, One place he's been linked to heavily is the – Brooklyn Nets. Now, now they're up and coming. Um, Obviously, the acquisitions of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are big and um, very important. Those are two of the top players in today's game, when healthy, of course. Um, But I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be the right fit. Uh, He's been linked to places like Philly, too. But I mean, if there's one thing Philly's good at, it's not winning. So uh, I can't say I trust the Sixers with Harden either. Um, But the Nets specifically, they they finished with the seventh seed in the East last season. They finished 35 and 37. Uh, Injuries, of course, Kevin Durant was out for the year. And then Kyrie Irving missed quite a bit of time. Uh, They're definitely more injury prone, I would say. And their mentalities for the game of basketball, I don't think it would mesh well with James Harden. You know, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant are all high profile players. I'll say that. And... I just don't think they would have the chemistry to be a successful basketball team. I mean, on paper, it's fantastic. You know, you have three of the best players in the game, but you know, you, you break down sharing the ball and stuff like that. You know, you know, the Kobe mentality of not wanting to pass and, you know, go get my rebound. You know, we see that a lot in, in those kinds of players and, I just don't. I just don't see it meshing well. Um, the Nets, like I mentioned, are up and coming, and I think they have a nice core to build around. But do they need James Harden? Uh, it would help technically, but I don't see them winning a championship with the big three of Kyrie, KD, and James Harden. On paper, sure. In two K, of course, I, I could definitely see a team in in franchise mode killing it with the Nets, but. In real life, with those personalities, I just don't see that meshing very well. Um, Sixers, I guess, since I'll mention it, uh, putting Harden with Simmons and Joel Embiid, I think, would be a step up. I think the Sixers have been missing someone like uh, Harden for a while. Um, They, of course, did have Jimmy Butler at one point, but Harden is at least a grade above Jimmy Butler at the moment. Mm, I don't love the Sixers. I'm never confident in them when it comes to the playoffs or anything like that. They're a good team, not great. Um, A few more pieces, someone like Harden could help. So I'll I'll say he's a better fit with the Sixers than than the Nets. I think personality wise he would mesh better Um, or maybe a team like the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics are a great team, very young. Um, Putting Harden in there around, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, that I mean that sounds pretty fantastic. If they can get him to Boston, of course Boston would have to give up at least one of those guys I just mentioned and and some more and some picks, something something real good. It's not gonna be easy to trade Harden. But if they can do that, I mean I, I think that's the best fit. Uh team like the Boston Celtics. So the Nets, I don't know. I'm not I'm not big on that. Uh, I, I do think they're up and coming. The acquisition of Steve Nash as head coach will definitely help. I think he's a great basketball mind. Um, and they'll have a lot of success with him there, but I don't think Harden's what they need. Uh, moving on to the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I have been a Milwaukee Bucks fan for a few years now, probably three or four, um, and I, I follow them pretty intently, probably more than any other NBA team. Giannis is set to become a free agent, as as many people know, and the Bucks have made it their top priority to keep him in Milwaukee. Now, uh, he's been, he hasn't been linked, but you know, there are teams eyeing him, teams like the Heat, teams like the Sixers, the Golden State Warriors, um, all all linked to having interest in him, which who wouldn't have interest in him? He, he's a two-time MVP, uh, great, great talent, uh, top five in this game, obviously, um, and Milwaukee's doing all they can. Uh, so two trades that went down yesterday, and I, I really don't know how to feel about them. Um, you want to go win now, but I feel like the Bucks have lost a lot of depth. I'll, I'll read you off uh, the first one. The Milwaukee Bucks have acquired Drew Holiday from the New Orleans Pelicans in exchange for Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and three first-round picks. Now, I'll break this one down first. Drew Holiday, great player, very underrated in my opinion. Uh, he's been playing good basketball for quite a long time. I mean, even back in his days with the 76ers, I was pretty big on him. Uh, I do think he will fit into this lineup pretty well. But looking at what we're giving up, Eric Bledsoe, who was our starting point guard last season, uh, he's had his ups and downs with the team. But overall, uh, he gave us what we needed, uh, a, a solid shooter, decent passer. Um, but bringing in Holiday counteracts that. I see it as an improvement. George Hill. George Hill was seen as depth, a great shooter, especially perimeter, perimeter. Um, Someone you can always count on right off the bench, or if someone's injured, he could definitely fit into a starting lineup. He's now going to New Orleans. Um, you know, depth is important to me. I know we can build a great starting five, but once those players get tired, who's coming in off the bench? It's just something to think about. And then the three first-round picks. Uh, this could go either way. The Bucks haven't had any fantastic first-round picks in a little bit. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon would be the most recent one. Uh he won rookie of the year his first season with the Bucks. He's now on the Pacers, of course. Wish we'd have him. I I love Malcolm Brogdon, but uh unfortunately he's gone. Our first round picks have never been super. Uh Dante, uh Divincenzo. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Um he was our first round pick last season. Uh he he was all right. All right, nothing special. We had Thon Maker a couple years ago. DJ Wilson was one of our picks. We're not known for having the best draft picks, at least since Giannis, um, but it is what it is. So those three first round picks, I mean, good on the Pelicans. I think they got some great, great talent out of this. Uh, no matter what th- they had things to work with, the future is very bright in new Orleans right now. Um, building around Zion, building around Brandon Ingram, guys like that, adding blood. So adding George Hill and then three future f- first round picks. I mean, don't don't uh, I mean yeah, yeah, you know you can quote me on this I think with with what's going on right now uh, and they get the right coaching I think New Orleans could win a championship within the next 10 years I mean it is where it is on paper with that kind of talent if you don't win a championship within 10 years I don't I mean there's something definitely wrong with your franchise and you need to reevaluate it but yeah it's looking bright right now for the Pelicans the Bucks I can't tell what uh, direction they're really trending. Uh, we'll move on to the next trade uh, with the Sacramento Kings. It's a sign and trade. The Bucks are getting Bogdan Bogdanovich the shooting guard, um, and they wound up the Kings wound up adding Justin James, who's a kind of a role player, not very well known. Um, but the the Kings are receiving uh, Divincenzo, who I just mentioned, DJ Wilson, also who I mentioned, and then Ursan Ilyasova. Now. Dante didn't have the best first season. I mean, he made his mark here and there, but he didn't really get an opportunity to show what he can do. Uh, same with DJ Wilson. He's been on and off the last couple of seasons, kind of having his high points and low points. Sometimes he's just straight non-existent, uh, but it is what it is. Ursan Ilyasova, I would say is the bright point of this trade. I know he's the older of the three, but he's a fantastic role player, sixth man type guy. Um, Good perimeter shooter. I know he draws a lot of charges. That was that was a a little Maddie stat that I saw. He let he's led the league in charges for the past couple of years, which is I mean impressive in its own way. But Bogdanovich is good. He's younger. Um, we can fit him into the lineup, sure. I just I don't know if this is enough to get Giannis to stay. If we make these trades, uh, we being the Bucks, of course. If the Bucks continue making trades like this, uh, you're losing a lot of depth. And right there, that's in two trades, we lost five players and three first-round picks. Um, it's depth. Uh, Robin Lopez also declined his option, as did Wesley Matthews. So there are plenty of holes to fill in this team right now. Uh, the draft, of course, is a few days away, I want to say. I want to say it's a, a week or two or less. I don't remember the exact date off the top of my head. The Bucks have the 28th pick, I want to say, which is nothing special. I can't personally name anyone special that's came from the 28th pick. Uh, late first round, it wouldn't surprise me if we traded that pick. Um, I don't think the general manager of the Bucs is done because uh, this team right now is not making the playoffs because we're just missing so many pieces. Um, but yeah, they, uh, the Bucs also never engaged in a CP3 Trade never inquired about that, which is fine. Chris Paul's good and he's a future Hall of Famer, but I think he's aging, and I don't think that's something that the Bucs need to be involved in right now. Uh, also, seeing that how much the Suns gave up to get CP3, I wouldn't want that to happen to the Bucs, even though we kind of just did that for Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday is a much better fit, and we'll see what happens from there. But yeah, the NBA offseason's heating up, uh, plenty of moves still left to be made. Uh, the Bucks are not alone in trying to make their team better, of course. Uh, the draft will definitely play a part in that. Many draft picks have came and gone already. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to talk about those. Those are probably the two most important topics right now in the NBA. Um, if something else happens, of course, I'll be back with more to bring it up. And uh, uh, follow our Twitter. I- I'm glad I mentioned that. Uh, our Twitter, actually, for updates, um, on sports and videos and stuff like that. It's it's at GMs for hire. Um, Same as our username on wherever you're listening to this or watching this. Uh, We keep it universally sound. Uh, So, yeah, go give us a follow on the new Twitter. And uh, for GMs for hire, I've been Matthew Perry. This has just been a little bit of stuff on the Bucks and James Harden, and I will see you next time.